Welcome back to the Future Show here on the TD Ameritrade Network. We've got Michael Zremsley, the Director of Futures at Charles Schwab, joining us to help us get ahead of some of the data due out this week. Still to come, Michael, welcome. We've been discussing so far this morning election results, some earnings from companies reporting quarterly results. And, well, I wanted to get your thoughts on this CPI number earlier. I mentioned how it's tough for that dollar to come off these elevated levels when you're expecting year-over-year inflation at 8%. Absolutely right, Ben. And now that the election is over, even though we don't have the final totals in, it does look like we will have a little bit of gridlock there. It seems like the Republicans are probably going to take the House and the Senate's still a toss up there. And that's really what the market was expecting there. So I think that's why we had that nice run up here going into yesterday's elections here. Now we're seeing a little bit of a pullback here as the market is now focusing on that CPI figure out tomorrow. And like you said, Ben, it's going to remain elevated once again expected to see the uh, headline figure at about 8% year over year, which is going to be up about 0.6% month over month. And even the uh, core figure, and that's supposed to see really much of a relief there as well, expected to be up 0.6.5% year over year, up 0.5% month over month. Now, it's interesting if you look at the uh, month figures, Ben, we've seen uh, the headline figure and the core figures really go in different directions. Mm -hmm. In fact, we've seen the headline figure peak back in June at 9.1%. We've been actually trending lower the past three months, but we're seeing the exact opposite direction in the core figure, which excludes the volatile food and energy sector. That has actually been ticking higher here since June. And in fact, where last month there was the highest rating so far this year. And a lot of that really comes into a couple factors here. One of them was energy prices. We've seen energy prices really hit their uh, their lowest levels recently in September there. And that's probably why we've seen that uh, headline figures start to move down as well, too. But unfortunately, in October, Ben, we've seen energy prices go up, whether it's crude oil, gasoline, diesel prices have all tracked higher in October. Now, natural gas did come down a bit, so you may see a little bit of relief there. But so far, we're seeing energy prices up in October, and I've not seen food prices really dropping at the grocery stores either, Ben, as well, too. So I think it's going to be very hard for that headline figure to really decline to any meaningful extent. Now, looking at the core factors, there's a couple uh, items that I'll be looking at as well, too, is one is, is shelter and rent costs, mm-hmm. which is the mm-hmm. largest component there of that factor there as well, too. Now, even though we're starting to see home prices come down uh, as well, too, those that shelter prices, they really kind of work as a lag there. So I'm not expecting to see any meaningful decline there until at the earliest, probably the first quarter of next year. And also medical costs here has remained elevated as well, too. So if there's going to be any kind of relief that core figure there, it may be in something like apparel there or maybe consumer goods as well, too, as we know that inventories have started to increase there and we'll start to see a little bit of a you know, liquidation sales there as well, too. But yeah, overall here, unless we see something really odd as well, too, I think these numbers will be elevated as well, too. And that's probably not what the equity markets really want to see. Yeah, to your point, it does take a little while for rents, uh, if they do come off of them, to work their way through into the figures. And ultimately, we just saw crude, I mean, to begin the month of November, back up above 93, Michael. We also have the Michigan sentiment numbers, a prelim look on Friday at uh, uh, University of Michigan data. But uh, talk to us about a couple of companies reporting results today on the close that we should be keeping an eye on, Mike. Yeah, there's a two especially that I'm kind of uh, looking at today as well. Uh, one of them is the uh, EV uh, truck and vehicle maker Rivian there. They're supposed to report uh, revenue of a $551 million of the past quarter. Now, to put that in perspective, Ben, 
the previous year, same quarter there, they reported revenue was $1 million. So they're really just starting to get their legs going on and actually uh, producing vehicles and making deliveries there. Now the uh, earnings per share though, is gonna be a loss, supposed to be about $1.82, but that compared to a down at seven sixty one year over year quarter as well, too, as you can see that they're finally making a little bit of headways there getting deliveries. Now, the, the biggest factor there is, are they gonna meet their expectations there for the year of deliveries? They're expected to do 25,000 this year. So far, they produced about 14 to 15,000. So we wanna see, are they gonna be on track to meet that demand? Now, Amazon there hasn't made up a purchase agreement to purchase 100,000 vehicles out through 3030. So far, they delivered a little over 1,000 of those vehicles and they are out there in, in the field as well too. So we wanna make sure that they are on track there to meet that Amazon purchase. Now they did announce though, that they did have a recall of 13,000 of the trucks out of the 14,000 that's been delivered. So I wanna hear, has that issue been resolved there and how much has that recall affected their production levels to meet those expectations of that 25,000 vehicles to be delivered this year? Uh, Mike, uh, talk to us uh, in terms of uh, what we're looking here as far as market implications here when you're talking about uh, some of these individual names quickly and uh, when we're talking about uh, less than a minute here we have uh, uh, talk to us about uh, again uh, as we wait for the CPI data. Yeah, right now we're seeing the equity markets here really just kind of in a consolidation phase. We have that little run up here into the elections now. Now we're seeing a little bit of a pullback here and I think that's and in front of that CPI reading as well too. So really, unless we start to see a meaningful drop in those uh, CPI figures, they're a little bit of a surprise there. Even if it's a, you know, a, a minor surprise, as long as it's going in the downward trajectory, especially for that core levels here, maybe we'll see a little bit of a, a run up once again in equity prices and try to test some of those resistance levels, such as the 3,900 level in the S&Ps. However, if they come back stronger, especially on the core figure as well too, and it looks like inflationary pressures are not receding at all there as well too, then I think a lot of this uh, week's rallies here could be uh, for not here. And I wouldn't be surprised mm -hmm. if we see the market trade back below that 3,800 level and maybe even testing the 20-day moving average, which is around that 3,770 level. Okay. Lots to watch here. We'll keep an eye on rates as well. Mike, appreciate you joining us here. Uh, a look ahead to some data due out tomorrow. Some inf uh, uh, earnings due out this afternoon. Mike Zaremski, Director of Futures at Charles Schwab.